What up, what up, you positive sons of bitches out there? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of the Project Lifted podcast. We are here to bring you with an episode that will probably, you'll hear the title going forward as we dive into different things. But so we're going to implement a segment that's tools for positive thoughts. So things that you can do in your life to help focus more on the positive things that are happening and surrounding yourself with positivity. Well, you know, things that, that you can do, but things that more importantly, things that like we have done to uh, get our mindset more, more in the positive side of things. Yeah. These are, these will be things that have worked for us, things that exist uh, that you may be familiar with, may not be, but it will be share our stories, hoping that you will gain some, uh, some insight and it'll help you out as well. I'm, so, ex- I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Yeah. This one's pretty interesting. Probably a very controversial one, but, yeah. um, cause I'm going to talk about some, I, I've never shared my full experience really with anybody. Cause I thought it was weird. So, uh, this is going to be the first time I actually get the whole fucking thing out. The whole yeah, experience. I think you specifically have, have more, ex- more experience with this than, than I do, but I certainly see a lot of value in it. So, here we go. This one is about psychedelics and yeah. how the impact they have on the brain and the overall seeing things in a different light as far as separating body from consciousness and all that craziness. If you can wrap your head around that with your little brain. <laughs> you know, it's crazy too is, you know, when I was, when I graduated high school, like at 18 and you, you probably remember from back when we first met, but I was super like anti-drug anything, right? Like even alcohol, I didn't even start drinking until like that first year out of high school. And then, you know, friends moved away. There was a breakup and then I just fucking started ripping shots. And, you know, from there escalated. But I've never been a weed guy. I mean, nowadays I'm neutral. I don't give a shit. I just think it smells pretty bad. That's why I, would, I don't do it. But, yeah. um, you know, definitely was super against weed uh, when really nowadays alcohol is 10 times worse but it's the most socially acceptable drug there is in our society. Um, when it came to things like, you know, mushrooms, I, I mean, I just, you know, they're labeled as drugs and, you know, drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they were always labeled as like a negative thing as negative, uh, just in our society, like all drugs, you know, have had a negative background with them. So, I didn't really know much about psychedelics back then. It wasn't even until recently, um, you know, within the last few years that really I kind of dove in and learned about them a little bit. And it kind of just happened to become more present with, with all the personal development stuff. So we're going to dive into uh, two things, you know, with, with our experiences. Uh, I know Drew here has done some shrooms before. I have not done shrooms, but I have done another psychedelic called ayahuasca. That's like shrooms times 10 or 100, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. So um, most importantly, because uh, we do plan on our YouTube page and, and some of the vlogs we do, uh, we're going to do another – we're going to do an ayahuasca trip. So it'll be, it'll be Drew's first ayahuasca experience. And then I'm excited. I want to do my second one because I did mine about two years ago. And, uh, you know, the plan is to have some video of that whole experience that we can share with you guys. And, you know, also like, like a camping trip where we uh, do some shrooms. So 
that will happen in the near future. And, you know, we'll share those experiences with you guys and uh, we'll share what those experiences will do to us when the, when the time comes here. But today we're going to talk about our experiences with, uh, you know, what we, what we've done so far. So uh, let's talk about your shroom experience. Yeah. So mine was, it's been a couple years and um, I don't know, it was kind of a, I was at a concert back in Ohio and uh, you know, just kind of the opportunity presented itself to, to try it. And it's something that I've always kind of been curious about and interested in, you know, and then I also had this, the, the fear of what, I didn't know exactly what to expect, you know, and oh, yeah. you hear stories and, you know, it's, it's, it's labeled a drug. So it's like, should I do it? You know, and that's, then I, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I, I think there's a lot more benefit because I had already heard about, you know, ayahuasca and these like spiritual journeys um, that people go on to kind of, you know, explore themselves and, and actually see things in a different light. So I was like, you know, what the hell, why not give it a shot? So I don't even know what the doses were or what I should take or should take what was too much. It was just kind of, you know, I was at the faith of some friends that I trusted really well. So that, you know, I thought I felt like I was in good hands because there had been some experience on their end. So isn't it crazy though, that like you even said it, like, you know, they're, when you just say mushrooms and like, you know, society has already labeled them as a, like a negative thing. Right. So in your mind before, like, you know, anything about it, you just assume like it's already negative. And yeah. That's kind of yeah. crazy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't see. And that's a lot of that is attributed to, you know, people do abuse these things. And, oh yeah. You know, Absolutely. Certainly that, that road that you can go down to where there's, there's no longer a, a benefit to be had. If you, if you go into it with that mindset, just to do it, just to do it, to get, fucked up or you know escape something i think if you use it as a tool like which is our intention with this whole this whole uh episode here about tools for for growth and, and positive thoughts i think if you go in it with the those expectations and that mindset and focusing on um surrendering yourself to be able to learn from this experience and and um you know you kind of have to honor the plant or whatever it is you're doing and, and show it some respect because you know you hear people having bad trips which fortunately i didn't experience any negative things but so we can dive into exactly kind of what happened you know you know i took we took the dose and it was pretty it was daylight out pretty early on i don't know it was probably like six o'clock or so and then for the first hour maybe they didn't feel anything so i was like okay you know Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't happen. You know, I don't know what to expect. And then I just remember we were walking through the woods and then it, then it hit me, man. And like things started to change. Like, <laughs> like the physical world just wasn't what it was anymore. And it's, it's, this is going to be really hard to explain because it's, it's tough. Only you know exactly yeah. you know, what you're seeing or feeling, but um, so I'll do my best to describe it. And just things, like I said, were, were, were different. Like the physical world changed into something that it, it what previously wasn't to me, you know. And I found that super interesting that, you know, all these neurotransmitters in your brain, things are happening upstairs that you're getting all these uh, connections. It's firing parts of the brain that aren't typically active. It's what's essentially happening when you do these kinds of things then you're getting a little bit of separation from like your physical being and, and, and how traditional 
like people see things or how you see things on a day to day. So as that started to happen, I was like, I did get a little bit kind of freaked out, you know, cause I'm like, that does, that should not look like that. You know, like the, the trees were like shaped different. Dude, I felt like I was in a Tim Burton like movie, <laughs> you know, where like, what is that? Christmas. Oh, uh, Christmas, not, uh, nightmare for Christmas. Nightmare for Christmas, dude. Like the trees were all bending in and it was just like, kind of like, holy shit, man. This is like, how long is this going to be? You know, then I start, I started to, you know, go into a little bit of a, I don't know, a, a, kind of not, not really a panic. I wasn't panicking, but there was definitely some fear involved. Like, you know, what's next, you know, if this is like, how long is this going to last? You know, and then I was able to, you know, I was surrounded by a good group of uh, guys. So, you know, they're like, it's normal, you know, just, you have to like embrace it and just like, let it do its thing. And I'm like, okay. And so I just calmed myself down and just started to embrace like the things that were happening, you know, and, and the heightened sensitivity to light, you know, went through the roof. So like, you know, there were people there with like glow sticks and it was like very stimulating, man. It was kind of, kind of weird, but, um, so I kind of just went through that and there was music and I just felt like the, the deeper I got into it, I just, I felt like a true connection. Like I felt like I was connected with everybody. It was, it was kind of weird. Like, I could feel like when I was around someone, like I could feel like if they had like negativity, like, like it just felt real dark. And then I would see someone like having fun and I'm like, dang, I could feel that person like having fun. I don't know. It's just like a, a weird like level of connection that you, that you share with, with people. And it's all energy based, like, you know, the vibrations of, of positive and negative, and you can just feel it just by being around them. And then, um, I started to, it started to hit me pretty hard. So I was like, I got to go like lay down. So I went, <laughs> I went back to the tent and uh, I just laid in there and then closed my eyes. And that's when things started to get really deep for me. Like I started to think about um, things that on a, on a different level, like kind of like out of body stuff, which, which really opened my eyes. And as far as like, you know, like we, we talked about in the last episode, like some of our own negative self-talks. And it, it just made me realize that even deeper, like none of that matters at all. Like what people think, like, and it made me want to just accept like everything about myself and, and know that no matter what happens, like everything is, everything's going to be okay. And then I had this like deep feeling like everything is connected. Like we are all like, super connected this sounds like super like crazy hippie shit probably to a lot of people that aren't aren't familiar or very open with this but i it totally changed my outlook on on everything as far as you know connecting with people even like just being out in like nature and like there's there's certainly a i feel like there's there's definitely a higher purpose a higher power you know take that whatever however you want whether you're religious or not you have to believe that there's something greater than than you know what you see you know and, and this these this is a tool that can kind of unlock that kind of thing and so i just remember laying there and then you know some of the guys came back back to the camp and then it was just like i don't know that we we like we were like on a whole different level like together because it was like we weren't talking at all to each other but i felt like uh like we were we were communicating it some way because we were just 
I'd have like a funny thought. And the next thing I know, everyone's laughing. Like we didn't even say anything to each other, you know, and it's just really odd that, um, that we were able to feed off of each other's energy without actually physically interacting. It's like a whole subconscious level of, you know, of, of, of experience. I don't even know how to explain exactly, but yeah, man, it, it totally changed how I see things. And it made me realize that it made me develop a greater passion for, for everything as far as every, every being, every, everything that's in existence that we cohabit with, you know, it's, it's pretty powerful to, to take a step, to be able to go down a road like that and, and, uh, you know, put things in perspective, like the things that you think are, are issues or, you know, that you can't control that, the, <laughs> that stress you out, they, they have way less meaning and way less power than, than you think they do. So, so after that experience, man, I just, I just take things, you know, I always try and bring myself back to those moments of, of experiencing that and, and really understanding like, um, there's no reason for any kind of negative stuff to, to be had. I know we all, we all battle that and it's always around us. And, you know, you may have some moments to where you, um, you know, react, react, uh, quickly to things. And, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, there's, I, I always try to see the good in people and that just having that experience, just hype, you know, heighten that, that sense and, and wanting to understand more about, you know, what people, other people are going through and how can I contribute? How can I help? You know, you got to believe that people have good intentions for the most part, and they probably have something like you don't understand anyone's story, you know, fully, but being able to take a step back and, and consider, you know, put yourself in their shoes, if you will, or something like that. But yeah, man, it was deep. And I, I think about it to this day, like, I don't know that, I mean, I think everyone should experience it because I think it really, it'll, it'll expose who you really are and how you really think and feel. And I think that's the most important thing that anyone can, can experience. Yeah. And I think, you know, your environment that you do psychedelics in is very important too. Cause you talked, Drew talked about energy, right? So, you know, if you do these things in an environment where it's super negative, most likely your experience might, I would, I would imagine would be, would be negative. So uh, take that into consideration uh, about if this is something that, that you can see yourself doing, but I, I'm a, I'm a big, I, I encourage it as well. Um, now you kind of touched on it. Do you, do you think uh, like talk when we, we know we, we've talked a lot about like getting out of the comfort zone and to me, like when you submit yourself to any of these two things, like yeah. talk about getting out of your comfort zone, Dude, letting go of thing- control completely. The first thing that that comes that came up to me were insecurities like immediately like whoa like it hits you kind of hard and it's like and and you know i mean everyone kind of knows like deep down how they feel about certain things or themselves but this shit man it's gonna it's gonna bring that it's gonna put it right in your face and you better be ready to deal with it yeah and i, I can't wait to have my mushroom experience there were some people i did ayahuasca with well one person who you know, did, did mushrooms and claim that his experience with mushrooms, he said was better than ayahuasca, which I found interesting. Um, so I, I do want to kind of see the difference between the two. Um, 
you know, but from my understanding, when you're, when you did the shrooms, like you you can actually walk around, right? Oh yeah. 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 And you're just, ayahuasca is a little different in that, in, in, in regards to that. So, yeah. um, but the, there are two different psychedelics, you know, the most common mushroom is, uh, what, psilocybin. Psilocybin. Yeah. Is it the strongest one? I, I don't know hundred percent, but I, I know that's so. the most common. That's, um, that's what you hear. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I knew, there's been some crazy stories. Like, uh, you, if you go back to like some of, some of Rogan's episodes, there's a guy named Paul Stements who like studies fungus, uh, his stories on, you know, with his experience with shrooms is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it, that is, if you want to dive a little deeper into the shrooms aspect, like listen to that episode, Paul Stements, uh, on, on Joe Rogan. And I think he's got, you know, paulstements.com. He's got books on mushrooms and all that stuff. It's, it's super entertaining, uh, like what that guy has to say and like his study of, of fungus. So, um, for me, uh, ayahuasca. So just to give a little background of ayahuasca, it's a little bit different. It's actually like a, a tea that originated in the Amazon. It's been around for thousands of years. Nobody really knows, I don't think, like when it was started. I, I think, you know, it, it sounds crazy, but like the, the story I heard of how it got discovered was you know, you have shamans, right. That kind of guide you. And let me tell you, you, you want them there. You know, like if you're going to go do ayahuasca, you got to do your research, make sure it's, you know, a well-known spot. You're, there's, there are places in the States now that you can do it. Um, but you know, there are probably some frauds out there. Most likely you'd want your shaman to be on the older side and someone who has a lot of experience. Like my shaman was in like 72 years old. Like he, you know, learned everything in Peru and, uh, you know, so I, I trusted, uh, that guy, but ayahuasca is a tea. It's made from two plants. One's a, a vine, which is an inhibitor. And then the other one, other plant is actually contains the DMT. So it allows it to last a long time. Um, there's thousands of uh, plant species that contain DMT. DMT is a stands for dimethyltryptamine. It's pretty much in everything, right? Animals, plants, like it's like, they call it the spirit molecule. Like it's present in life, like everywhere. Yeah. Um, like even in your own, in your own brain, it right. said that it's in the prefrontal cortex of your brain, in your pineal gland, and it releases at near death experiences or, uh, when you dream. So, uh, there's still probably a lot of research to be done on it. Um, cause it's, it's just kind of a strange thing, Yeah, you know? Um, but I got connected with some people out here, uh, group, uh, when I, you know, shortly after moving out here to Phoenix which gave me the opportunity to go do uh, ayahuasca. So I credit that to uh, Chris Ty Maladista. Um, he does a lot of energy work, a lot of uh, Wim Hof breathing, you know, workshops, which we actually, I'm going to hit him up and we'll, uh, That'd be a good that might one. be like a video yeah. that we're going to do too. Go do some Wim Hof breathing and hop in the, the ice tub and stuff like that. So um, I've, I've done a lot of video for his workshops and stuff like that. And they're pretty cool. So uh, we might do that, but because of him is how I got to go do my ayahuasca journey. And whenever you know, at that period of time, this was like at least two years ago, I think it was someone actually just posted the memory of it, you know? And, you know, I, that's why I kind of brought up the energy aspect of when you go do these things. Cause at the time, you know, I just wanted that experience. And, you know, one of the things I reflect back on is I'm not 100% sure if, you know, I had my breakthroughs and everything, you know, I, I reflect on my experience and I'll get into it deeper, deeper here in a minute, but I'm not sure if the people I was with was the right people. So it, it might've changed my experience a little bit. And I didn't think that at the time until someone kind of brought it up to me recently. And I'm like, man, you know, 
Makes sense. But um, I got that experience though out of the way, and I'm I'm really I cannot wait until we go do do it again because I want to see how close my second experience is, or like what that what it is. You know what I mean? What is it I'm going to see? Is it going to how different is it going to be? Um, you know because we drank three days. I think it was three days in a row. We also did uh, combo sapo, which. You're, from my understanding, you're not supposed to group with ayahuasca. We would do that in the morning. Basically, that's where they they burn some holes in you wherever you want, and then they put the Amazon frog poison on, and it claims like your lymphatic system. They actually use that medically nowadays, from my understanding. Um, you know, so it was it was a pretty crazy weekend. But um, just from the ayahuasca uh, standpoint, um, I was really pumped. You know, if we get there, we went uh, we went. And, in new mexico i would give the exact location but i was i was told a while ago to kind of keep it kind of somewhat secretive a little bit um but the first day you know remind you i just said at the beginning of the episode like i used to be like totally against like drugs and shit you know and obviously i'm way more open-minded now about this type of shit um but you know that first day i i think subconsciously i was i was nervous right so you go up we stayed in a yurt in the middle of like on top of pretty much. I mean, we, we climbed not like a fucking massive mountain thing, but you know, we, we climbed up a little bit. There's an off-road trail to get to where we were going. And we stayed in this, this yurt that was fairly new built looking really cool. Um, we had these like little chairs, you walk in there that you could sit up in. And then like, that's kind of where we would sleep too, you know? And uh, we had like an outhouse as well. So it was like, we were in nature for four days, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was kind of cool because you get detached from like your, your cell phone and all that stuff. And you're just there to kind of have your experience. There's also a puke bowl you get, you know, you walk in. Cause if you, if you, if you listen, like I'm going to tell you right now, if you think like to do ayahuasca, you have to be okay with throwing up. Cause most likely you're going to purge, right? You're going to throw up. You're, you're in a fasted state still too, but you're still going to probably throw up. And uh, you eat minimal food during the days that you do drink. And there's like a certain diet you got to follow. Um, but that, and you do have a chance of shitting yourself. So I always tell people like, <laughs> you might shit yourself. You're going to puke. If you can handle that, you'll be okay. Uh, even this, that freaks people out. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're wearing all white too. So if you shit yourself, it might be a little embarrassing, but you know, <laughs> you bond with the people you're there with. So uh, I wasn't worried about that. Nobody shit themselves when I was there. Um, but uh, yeah, that first night, man, you walk up, you go online, you meet the, you know, the shamans are there. The shamans are really cool, man. They sing these songs. I think they're called like Karas. I'd have to double check on that. I always fuck that word up, but they're like these little songs that they sing, you know, while, while uh, the ceremony is going on and they help you when you, when, when the ayahuasca hits you, it kind of helps guide you. Right. Cause without it, I don't know what that would feel like. It would be weird. Cause I, I found like what they sing really soothing um and like keeps you on track and um but yeah so three nights in a row we drank the first night i go up and then you can get a grande which is like a big big gulp right i would suggest that if you do go do this i made the mistake of not just taking the grande off the off the bat yeah. i don't know why um i think i kind of pushed out in the moment and uh you know took took the little guy well i, I think i just did a normal one but um i took it and let me tell you, it is going to be the nastiest shit you fucking drink <laughs> in so your nice. life. Like think of like the worst shot of whiskey or whatever the worst thing is you've ever put in your mouth. Like this is probably going to be worse than that. Uh, I guarantee it. So um, I actually take it like a shot of whiskey. I hold my breath, just chug it. 
and then like release my breath that you know that little yeah, whiskey you know what yeah. I, mean? I did that little deal but even the aftertaste man it's it's pretty bad and it's kind of thick man it's 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 rough do not smell it before you drink it um but you you, you want to I, I learned this on the third day you want to try and hold it in as much as possible because like i said you're going to purge so it takes some time to hit probably around 30 minutes and depending on how long you hold it in for you know you're going to hear other people throwing up so you got to kind of block that out if you're someone that you know if you hear someone else start to throw up it might make you throw up like you know try to fight that a little bit <laughs> i know it's might be kind of tough um but first night not a lot happened for me you know i i got a little body high and you know i, I thought it was kind of weird you know other people were having some experiences especially the person to my right I had a really rough time uh to the point where the shamans had to come over there and the shamans also use like tobacco and stuff in the room. So it does smell like tobacco, but not like cigarette tobacco. Like it's, it actually, I mean, it still smells kind of strong, you know, but it's not like cigarettes. You yeah. Know? So it's a little bit more bearable. Um, but yeah, first night went through, didn't have my experience. Some people did. Um, the second night, you know, we, we, same thing, you know, I take a bigger sip, bigger gulp, you know, wanting to, wanting to have my experience that night was like almost everybody's big day, right? Everybody around me in the group, not only knew maybe like two people, like somewhat well, and that was Chris and, and Danny Page. I knew um, them and AJ, but I, you know, I knew them. I didn't really know anybody in the group like super well. Like, and then I don't think they really knew their true me either. Um, we were all there. A lot of us were connected through like Rush Club and like certain things, right? And um, that's why, again, I brought up the energy thing and like maybe knowing the people that you're with, you know, might be a little bit better than total strangers. It just really depends. Um, but the second day, man, afterwards, you know, cause we all, you know, we the group we were in, we all kind of like share our experiences with each other, like the next morning and stuff like that. And Tuesday, that, that, that second day was the biggest day for everybody. Everybody had their experiences. You're hearing, uh, cause typically with ayahuasca, when you go through your experience, it's uh they call her mother aya it's a feminine energy um it, generally it, it supposedly shows you a fear right a fear that you need to see right so people might have a hard time in the beginning because they're seeing a fear they're not aware of and it's what they need to work on and after that you get to a place of like good shit right people might start laughing and you're and you feel good right um for me, the second night, I got a, got a body high again, you know, not really much. And at this point in time, I'm like, fuck, like in my head, I'm like, I got one more day. Am I going to experience, you know, I, you know, cause ayahuasca can be pretty expensive. Right. So like, I was like, man, I came, if I come out here and don't have an experience, like, Oh fuck, like yeah. shit, you know, like what, what am I going to do? You know, like I was just, in, for some reason I was searching for answers, I guess. I, I don't know. Like a life's purpose. Whenever you do ayahuasca, you're, you're supposed to ask mother Aya, uh, for something specific right but not they tell you like not money related not business related like you know so for me it was like i, I need to find my life purpose because right. i you know i was what 20 i don't know 27 28 something like that and uh i didn't know i just was still kind of in search of that right so fast forward day three i was at this point though there was like a shift in my mind because i went from i think subconsciously being scared to let go and lose that control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, man, not doing anything like this, that could totally like alter your state of mind. Like never done anything like that. So jumping into that situation 
so kind of extreme. You know, I think I was more like not as ready as I thought I was maybe. Right. And I was, I think I was fighting it without realizing it. So day three, that whole mentality shifted. I was like on a mission. I was like, I'm going to like, I actually, I didn't think about it until like literally just now, but I was doing mantras. I'm like, I'm going to have my experience. I'm going to have it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I actually switched to a positive mindset yeah, you know what there I mean? you go. and I kind of manifested it. So the third night was my night. And, uh, you know, I, I go up, I'm like grande, give me the grande, you know? And then there's, there's a, like a halfway point in the ceremony where if you want, you can drink more. I didn't, I wish, kind of wish I would have, but you know, I'm going to have my day again. So, uh, I take the grande, bam, holding this in as long as possible. And I, I the urge to like throw, throw up, like hit me like with probably within 15 minutes, but I held that shit in as long as I could. <laughs> so I'm holding it in, you know, and, uh, I'm sitting up and finally, and I puke in my bowl. And it was kind of like one of those, like, I held it in and held it in. And I thought I was good. And then, like, it just hit me, you know? Yeah. And then I throw up my bolt. And as soon as I purged, like, that's when I fucking started going under. And what happened was, like, like right at that moment, like, I, like I rolled over, like, the kind of puke. That's when I, I laid back down. I laid down, right? And that's when, like, things started changing. And it was just the weirdest fucking feeling in the world. Um, they want you to sit up as much as possible, but like you can lay down, but like, you don't really, there's some people that might've got up, but you really don't want to walk around with ayahuasca yeah. like you do with mushrooms. Right. Cause you might, I mean, if you leave, I mean, you can fuck yourself up. I would imagine if you were walking around, but so I, I go and lay down after I puke and like, like laying back, like intensified times a hundred. But like when I'm laying back, it was weird, dude. I saw like these long skinny like white legs, like these almost like they were beings. And I'm like looking up at them. They're like super fucking tall. And, uh, and then in that, like Drew, Drew mentioned with the mushrooms, like it's really hard to explain. It's hard to put things like this into words because there's no words in our reality that can really describe what it is that's going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so the best way I uh, describe it to people is picture yourself mentally like there mentally you exist but physically in our reality like doesn't exist so your physical body doesn't exist the only thing that kind of exists is you mentally right you know what i mean and it got after that moment it got to me like i'm like the best way i can explain it is me floating around through like i don't know you call it the spirit world or call it yeah, like, like another dimension like i'm like yeah yeah pretty much like floating around right i'm seeing all these weird fucking colors all this weird shit. It doesn't make any sense really. And it's, it's, it was easy for me to get, you know, I'm a, I'm a laid back person anyway. So when I was in it, I think I was super laid back to the point where like, I don't know if that was supposed to like scare me, but I was super like, just in awe, like, Oh man, this is fucking cool. And I felt kind of bad. Cause like, like I said, people have normally like, they might have a rough time because they they're shown a fear. I didn't really have that. I almost got to the happy point pretty quick to where I, I like while I was floating around, like I, I, like I said, you don't really notice yourself physically, but like if I, if I had like a, a, a camera on me, I'm pretty sure I probably would have had the biggest smile on my face. Cause I felt like <laughs> in that moment, I felt like a, almost like a jackal or like a, like a joker or whatever. Like I had this massive fucking smile, like yeah. bigger than what, like my face, like it was weird. You know what I mean? I, I could, I could kind of feel it, but like at the same time, not really know it was my body you know right. what i mean right. and i also i also uh was under my blanket too and my blanket felt like it was like a, i have a it's like a king size blanket like one of those really soft ones 
but like it when i was under it it felt infinite like it's just oh like it's just never ending <laughs> fucking blanket like, um so i'm floating through this shit right and you know i already mentioned the guy to my right had a really rough time right i knew going into this ayahuasca journey that um i discovered and like i guess you can call it an empath is a name i don't know i the energy thing i'm still kind of figuring out for myself and this is why it's hard for me to talk about it and the first time i'm kind of really coming out and explaining my experience because I don't know, you know, cause none of this, none of this shit, like the energy stuff is like, I mean, there's a lot of books on energy and all that stuff, but like, you sound kind of like a crazy person when you talk about yeah. it, you know what I mean? So like I've kept it to myself. So this is like the perfect platform to come out and kind of admit it. So, um, I've, I, you know, the last couple of years, you know, I, I kind of got into in tune with my energy and like, I mean, I, I have lucid dreams and a lot, a couple that have like come true and it's kind of crazy and kind of creepy. Um, so I got a little bit more insight into that. And uh, the guy that was struggling to my right, you know, having a hard time, all of a sudden, you know, I'm floating through this, you know, dimension, whatever you want to call it. And I feel this burst of like cold air, right? And it's, it's like negative. And Drew talked about energy when he was doing shrooms. Very similar in that regard. I felt this negative energy and it was hovering over the guy to my right. And then at that point in time, I sat up like in my mind, like in the mind, I'm like, AJ, I'm like, Oh shit. I sit up and, uh, I find myself like fighting with this energy, but it, like, it was weird. Cause like it didn't scare. It was actually probably the most confident I'd ever been in my life, which really? is fucking strange yeah. about anything. Hmm. So I sit up and as soon as I sit up, I'm like, I don't know if my energy, whatever, it kind of forms and like, I'm, I'm like, what are those big things that the Indians wear on their head? What do you call the those? headdress thing? Yeah. Like I, I, I had like this massive one of those and I'm like sitting, it, dude, it was weird. It was almost like I just became like a, like a king or some shit. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm fighting, I'm fighting this fucking energy that's going after AJ. Right. And then like, but it was like super easy. And like, I mean, obviously I can't really feel my body necessarily, but if I had to picture it, I was like kind of probably using my hands, you know what I mean? But I was, that's how I was fighting these energy and there was good energy and bad energy. And I was like fighting the negative energy in the room amongst the people that were in my group. Cause it was like a mix, you know what I mean? And like yeah. the, the negative energy was like these big, like fucking clouds and the good ones were like smaller, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the yeah. big ones came with cold air and they were like hovering over certain people. And it was like, the weirdest fucking thing. So I found myself just like protecting everybody, which was super fucking strange. Yeah. Right. And when I say it out loud, that's why like, I usually don't talk about it. Cause it's like, it's the, like, what am I supposed to think of? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to ask a mother higher for my life purpose. And then like, next thing I know, I'm sitting here like protecting everybody, which might, maybe that's a thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Sign, yeah. I, I still reflect on this day, like two days later. Um, that was, so that was that. And then, you know, I, I did kind of supposedly talk to like a couple, couple friends, like dead relatives and stuff like that, which was, you know, sounds fucking crazy too. Um, so, you know, to me, I guess like I did kind of like get a little glimpse of like, you know, the energy aspect and like, I, you know, I, I still need to dive deeper into that realm. I'm just not really sure where to go for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's why I kind of want to do ayahuasca again. Well, not kind of, I do want to do it again. Cause I want to see how those experiences relate. Maybe I'm going to 
dive deeper into that or see something like even more crazy than that. And I mean, I'm prepared for it. I'm cool with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the extent and like, I still don't know like what to take away from it. Yeah. And it's super interesting, you know, just thinking like if you, if you listen to a lot of very successful people that are really in tune with their spirituality and purpose, they've all practiced some type of some form of um, psychedelic uh, exposure to, to bring things to light. And, and I think it's, I think it's an awesome tool that we all can have access to, you know, and obviously you want to do your research and you don't want to abuse these things. It has to be taken very seriously. You know, there's, there's been instances where people just have negative things that happen or bad experiences or whatever. Um, but it, it can be used as a, as a great tool to discover, you know, yourself and, and find true purpose and meaning and kind of, put together things that that most people just don't understand you know yeah i mean and you know like like i said man even just going through that again you know i'm still reflecting on that and it's it's crazy the imprint something like that leaves on you but i i can see you know where we're like you know all these all these other popular podcasts and people like rogan and Aubrey mark um is it, Aubrey Marcus, Aubrey Marcus yeah. you know, all these, all these people that, uh, London reels, another podcast to listen to where, you know, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name though, if he runs that, but he, uh, just got back from, uh, I think Costa Rica did another ayahuasca trip. And, um, he, that, that's why London reel was built was because of the first time he did ayahuasca and now he's did it again. And now he's kind of transitioning again with, with that business plan of his. So, um, there's just so much good that's that's come from it. It's kind of really gotten popular lately over the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, we got a place out here in, I think, Sedona that we can go, um, which I'll get that info and, you know, get get a get a trip planned because, uh, like I said, man, it's about time. I want to do it again and uh, see, see what I can discover about myself, like, you know, even yeah. more. Yeah, I agree. So stay tuned for that. So, um, you know, if you guys have any questions or want to dive, you know, about, you know, any of our stories there, you know, hit us up. Yeah. And I encourage everyone to do, you know, do their own research. And if, if you're curious about anything, uh, there's, there's, there's content you can find and you can hear other people's experiences. Um, Aubrey Marcus, uh, he's actually the owner of a company called on it, which is focused on human total human optimization. He's got a really good story. And he he recently just went to Peru to do a spiritual journey, and he talks about it on a, uh, his podcast. So, uh, which which got me even more interested in, in furthering my my journeys uh, to discover some more about myself and and everything. So, there you have it, episode three, the project uplifted. A uh, little little in on our uh, personal experiences within the psychedelic world and how. It, has impacted our lives and our kind of outlook on things. So, uh, you know, stay curious and uh, grow with us a little bit. Hashtag uplift your positive thoughts, bruh. That's it. Keep it going. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out.